You're listening to the Budget Babe Podcast. This is Ella, and I'm here to talk about living your best life without breaking your bank. Welcome back to the Budget Babe Podcast. I'm feeling lucky this week, and the reason I'm feeling lucky is because I'm recording this on March the 16th the day before St. Patrick's Day. I'm super excited to celebrate a holiday, even though it's going to be a small gathering with friends if I get back home in time. But it's just going to be great to see the people that I love and just celebrate something because celebrations, I believe, are on their way back. Another thing to celebrate is many of you, I know, are expecting, if you haven't gotten it already, an additional $1,400 to hit your bank account. If you are getting a stimulus check, I hope that you are using that wisely. And some of the ideas I have for using a stimulus check is paying it towards any debt you may have, putting it in savings putting it in your emergency savings because you may need it just in case something happens. I love having a cushy savings account. The other thing too is if there's something you've always wanted to buy, if you've always wanted a kayak or a paddleboard, something where you can get out and enjoy outside more, hey, spend your stimulus check on that or some, something you need, clothing, high quality shampoo, whatever it is. Just know I'm excited for you and I hope you have a plan of spending it because that's what this podcast is about is making plans for your money. So speaking of which... There is a lot of people out there, about 64% of millennials, 58% of Americans in general, who like to earn extra money. Of course, who doesn't? And that is through a second job, also known as a side hustle. The reason I started off saying a second job is due to a funny story. I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys. So last week, one of my friends, she is in her late 50s. I know her through a book club. She posted on her Facebook and said that this term side hustle sounded sleazy, that it sounded kind of, you know, just risque. And so I asked her, so why, why does that sound sleazy? Why is a side hustle? Because I guess it's just a millennial term that we put on a second job. And she said it sounded like a get rich quick scheme or something like the multi-level marketing companies, direct sales, which I actually have a lot of friends who do direct sales, so I don't necessarily have a problem with it. I don't necessarily buy a lot of MLM products, but again, how you earn your extra money is your business. But that's what she said, and my reply was, well, I have a quote-unquote side hustle where I get to teach dance. And that is something that I've always wanted to do. When I was in second grade, I was asked what I wanted to be when I grow up. And my reply was dance teacher because I loved my dance teacher, Miss Vanessa in Nearest, Virginia. I looked forward to it every week. It was the highlight of my week. It was where I just felt the happiest was I was in the dance class. And so I thought back then, not knowing, you know, what the real world entailed, that I wanted to make a living being a dance instructor. Well, fast forward, you know, 20 something years later, or 20 plus years later, I am actually teaching dance every weekend to many women just coming to Nashville to celebrate. A lot of times it's a bachelorette party and I'm getting to kind of facilitate that for them. I'm getting to party with them, getting to play some really fun, high vibe music. I use this teaching dance as a way to empower them, to cheer them on, and just to give them a memorable experience. I feel so lucky to be able to do this. And while I'm teaching, I also get to promote the city that I love. 
As some of you already know, Nashville is the number one destination for bachelorette parties. So not only do I get to teach my dance class, I get to tell them about my favorite restaurants, my favorite spots to hang out in, my favorite honky tonks, my favorite places to shop. It is just so much fun. And yes, that side hustle does provide me a lot of money for traveling, clothes. It gives me a lot of good spending money, basically my entertainment budget. It adds to my entertainment budget. But that side hustle also energizes me. It just gives me a greater purpose. And maybe I'm, maybe I'm reaching here. Maybe I'm just kind of feeling braggy. But I actually feel like I'm positively impacting other women's lives by being a dance instructor. And the reason I say that is bachelorette parties are a very memorable experience. That's a big weekend. One of the last weekends that a lot of brides get to celebrate with just them and their girlfriends. And being a part of that is just honorable. I love it. And my friends will tell you, I love bachelorette parties. I am not a hater. I'm not the kind of person that goes around, disses them or makes fun of them. I think they're amazing because I have actually made some amazing friends going to other friends' bachelorette parties. I'm guessing a lot of you listening, bachelorette parties may not necessarily be your favorite thing, but... Whatever it is that you are passionate about, there is possibly a way to turn that into a side hustle. I read this article on LendingTree.com where they did a survey from, it was like October 9th to 13th, 2020, so fairly recent, and they were talking to people about reasons they had a side hustle, but one of the statistics that really surprised me is that 57% of those with an annual household income of $100,000 of more had the side hustle. So there were more people in that bracket that made over $100,000 a year than any other income statistics. So that should tell you that it's not always about the money. So what are the other reasons of having a side hustle? I want to go back to the article on LendingTree where they surveyed over 2,000 people with a side hustle and the reasons why. About 15% said to pursue their passions. So that goes back to the creative energy, doing what is on your heart. That is 15% of the people that have a side hustle. 30% said they want the money for discretionary spending or saving. So that money goes into a special account to doing something that they love, either savings account or it could be a travel travel money. It could be saving up for a vacation. So that's about 30%. 15% said, actually no, 18% said is to diversify their income. Super smart given the turmoil that 2020 gave a lot of people. 14% were people that had lost their job or been furloughed due to the pandemic. So a side hustle could be a good way to kind of close that gap of what they were expecting in their earnings. 11% to pay off debt. Extremely smart. Taking on a second job to pay off debt because for a lot of people, debt is going to have a say in a lot of their income. And debt can just feel like chains on your income. You want your income to be spent on you and not money that you owe. But if you're having a side hustle to pay off that debt, once you pay off that debt, that money could be going back to you. Or if you're using the side hustle to pay off debt, you may not have to have a side hustle after you pay off that debt. 10% to help others. I love this. And I'm wondering what kind of side hustle they have, if it's a charitable side hustle, or if they're using the money from that side hustle to donate to charitable causes. But 10% said to help others. 53%. Now this is a majority. 
and they said that they needed the money to make ends meet. So you did have a huge chunk that made more than $100,000 a year, but we don't know what their expenses were. And 53% actually needed that side hustle just to make the ends meet. And 6% said they did the side hustle to test the waters on whether they wanted to transition to that as their career field. So a lot of people are taking on part-time jobs to figure out what they want to do. So you might be wondering, what are the side hustles out there available to me and where I can make extra money. I'm going to start off saying this. If you have a passion and something that you really want to do, I truly believe you're going to find a way to make money off of it. If you have a purpose and you've got that fire in your heart, you're going to find a way to make money. Just be open to the possibilities of finding that. And with that being said, I will go over the top 10 most popular side hustles in 2020. And let's see if one of these resonates with you. So number one, according to Forbes.com, this is one of the most popular, and that is online tutoring. Now you can imagine with the pandemic, virtual learning, children in schools or are supposed to be in schools are probably feeling disconnected because learning, as we all know, is not a one-size-fits-all process. So it's natural that there's a need for online tutors. And tutors.com, one of the popular platforms to do online tutoring, has stated that tutors can earn anywhere from $25 to $50 an hour. So that's an excellent job if you love educating, if you love children, from kindergarten to high school, I imagine. If you just, if you're a certain, like a science nerd, a math nerd, an English nerd, I would highly recommend signing up for that. Uh, second is freelancing. And freelancing can cover anything from writing, web design, coding, photography, anything you're good at, even ad placements. There's certain ways that you can freelance. Start your own business, your own side business. Resume writing is one of them, but any kind of freelancing to make additional money for yourself. And guess what? You set the prices. Number three, people are creating their own online courses. A lot of influencers, a lot of bloggers, and just people in general are creating their own content. And anything you want to learn, whether it's manifesting more money or... I don't know, learning Spanish, applying the Spanish that you learned on Duolingo, how to travel on a budget, just about anything can be found online. And a lot of people are doing online courses and charging for it. So if you have something you're passionate about or extremely knowledgeable about, I would encourage doing an online course for it and the right people will find you. Number four, something that I personally enjoy is pet or child sitting. I have an extensive background in babysitting from the time I was a teenager. When we lived in Kingsport, Tennessee, I was constantly babysitting on weekends. I didn't even have to have a part-time job when I was a teenager. I did. I worked at Nicole's, but I never really had to have a part-time job because I can make enough money babysitting. And that's just, you know, my parents being in ministry, getting my name out there and just having a lot of experience with kids and just loving kids and playing with them and interacting with them and understanding them on a level where they don't feel like they're being understood. So I did a ton of babysitting. I'm also really popular with my friends, dogs. I love dogs. Dogs know when people love them. So the feeling gets to be mutual. And for that, a lot of my friends have had me dog sit while they took vacation. Dog sitting can pay anywhere from some people will pay you by the week. You can set the prices on this. Some people pay you by the night, but I dog sit. If I dog sit a large breed dog, I'll charge about $50 a night. I've had people paying me 
$300 for the week. It's just totally up to you. You can set the prices, but there's a demand for it and there's going to be even a higher demand for it as things open up. So you might consider dog sitting, cat sitting. Let me tell you, even people's cats like me, most people's cats like me and not all cats like me, but cats know that I like them. So again, the feeling's mutual, but Cats don't require as so much maintenance, so I get paid like $15, $20 a day to go feed cats, clean out their litter box treasures, play with them, their little catnip toys, if they even want to play. But super easy money for me to take care of other people's fur children and human children alike. Five, ride sharing. This one may be a little more obvious, but it's also one of the most popular. If you like driving people around in your car, which I don't see myself enjoying that at all. But if you do and you have a four-door car and a reputable driving record, you can make around $25 per ride, according to marketshare.com. Again, this is going to depend on the length of the ride, where you're taking them, how many people you're driving. But Uber and Lyft have been great ways for people adding to their income. Some people have even replaced their income with Uber and Lyft. I met a guy the other day that was driving my Uber and he was laid off from his job as a pharmaceutical sales rep. He told me he makes more money driving for Uber than as a pharmaceutical sales rep. So you can just imagine where the possibilities are. I've also had a Uber driver that does real estate full-time. I've met Uber drivers that are a photographer full-time. So they're kind of channeling their full-time energy into something they love, but Uber's just a way to make money. And this leads into food delivery. I have a friend that does Uber Eats and DoorDash and Postmates. She did say that, you know, this is unofficially... This is just word of mouth research, I'll say. But she says that DoorDash pays the most money as far as delivery goes. And she loves driving for DoorDash because she's a foodie. And DoorDash has helped her discover a lot of the restaurants in the Nashville area. And about how much per hour, Glassdoor.com said you can make $22 an hour driving for DoorDash. She said that sounds about right. She gets paid about, you know, eight to ten dollars per delivery some deliveries less some deliveries more but if you love the food scene and you don't mind driving around and just be mindful of what it can make your car smell like if i mean obviously if you had to deliver from a seafood restaurant your car's gonna smell like fish if you deliver from that but just but anyways if you enjoy exploring the food scene and delivering food doordash uber eats postmates that might be a good option for you what else grubhub grubhub's another popular one another popular delivery service is grocery shopping I have a friend that is actually on the waiting list for Instacart because she loves grocery shopping. She doesn't only love grocery shopping. She is passionate about picking out the right produce, getting the most for her money. So if you love grocery shopping, I actually do like grocery shopping. I haven't considered the Instacart thing, but you can make money on Instacart. You can make around $20 per delivery. Another popular Airbnb. Um, Airbnb, I have a lot of friends who live downtown Nashville who Airbnb a room in their house and they make pretty good money from it. Some people even pay their mortgage about it. However, there is more restrictions coming that way for Airbnbs. Some people buy houses just to Airbnb them. And there's been a lot of people complaining about Airbnbs. So our Metro council passed a motion that will require anyone who Airbnbs to have a permit. And there's even going to be a ban that takes place in January 1st, 2020. 22. If you're listening, I really hope that doesn't negatively affect you. I hope, you know, you're still able to make money off of your Airbnb, but that's something to consider. There's also um, some notions around people that 
you know, buy their first house as an investment and use it as a rental property. I've kind of been watching the laws around that because that's basically what I want to do is buy my first house and use it as a rental property. A lot of people now using guest Airbnbs, but I'm kind of watching what the government does around the restrictions. And I would advise anybody that listens to this, again, this is not a political podcast, but just be aware of what your local and state government are doing and how that could affect your budget. It is very important because a lot of things get passed without it being, you know, without it being covered, without the news covering it, without it being broadcasted. So just keep your eyes on that. Get to know your Metro Council reps if they'll let you or harass them until they do get to know you. Just be aware of that. But yeah, I just learned about the um, Airbnb restrictions. And again, I hope that doesn't affect anyone who is listening to this. Number nine, one of the most popular side hustles is social media manager. We're all addicted to social media. We're using it quite a bit. So if you are very passionate about social media, running someone's advertisements or running social media for a company, you can make money off that. If you're good at social media, if you're good at content creation, Again, that's another way for you to make extra money. And there is a uh, number 10. There's a website called TaskRabbit and it's various chores, basically handyman stuff, house cleaning, just various chores around the house. You can find those tasks and go ahead and do them. If you just need an extra $20 or something for that day, hey, go ahead and sign up for TaskRabbit. And to conclude some of the top side hustles, I will just honorarily mention that I have a lot of friends involved with affiliate marketing and that's MLM. That is companies such as Color Street Nails, which I love. I actually buy Color Street Nails. I haven't found anything like them. Companies such as Young Living, Essential Oils, Deterra. What else? Rodan and Builds. I've used Rodan and Builds before and it actually is very good skincare for over the counter. At least for me, it was really good skincare. But I mentioned that because I do have friends who make additional money, additional income doing the MLMs, the affiliate marketing, direct sales, whatever they call it. Oh, I have bought jewelry. I bought jewelry from Selling Dot and I love their jewelry. But something that I want to say about that is I didn't put that in the top 10. I didn't mention that extensively because it requires an initial investment. And I've also read a lot of articles, listened to other podcasts that talk about most people actually lose money doing some affiliate marketing. But if you do decide to do affiliate marketing, if you find a product and you love it, you want to sell it, just do the research on it and just be willing to take the risk if it is a risky situation. The important case with all of this is there's going to be a way to make money promoting something that makes you happy. If you love driving, there's a way to make money. If you love cleaning, you can make money. If you love grocery shopping, you can make money. Photography, freelancing. If you love writing, you can make money. So if you're looking for different ways to make money, find that, put it out there and be proud of that. Be proud of the work that you're putting in and what it's bringing into your life. Another thing I'm going to add with that is account every single penny that you make with your side hustle. I made the mistake of letting my side hustle last year just be passive income. And yes, I did get the tax return and some tips, but, you know, I would just take the monies and have, you know, use it as my luxury money, spend it on TJ Maxx runs or grocery stores or wine or just luxury items. That was basically my luxury, luxury income. But I say you count every penny because once you start counting every penny that you make, you're going to start feeling the 
abundance. And it's just going to give you more awareness around your financial situation. And extra money is only going to make you happy. And I hate to, I, I will have to bring this up. I hate to kind of end it on this note, but also be mindful because of filing taxes. Now, some of you already know, the more strands of income you have, it does negatively affect you in your taxes, but there is a way around that. I know with my side hustle, I can write off my Spotify subscription. I write off the workout clothes that I buy to do the side hustle. I buy workout clothes. I buy attire to promote the studio I work at. Any kind of equipment that you need, if you're a photographer, write off your camera. If really anything, any kind of online-based business, ride sharing, write off your phone. It actually gives you time, gives you kind of room on TurboTax to write off your phone. So just be prepared to write off some expenses and hopefully your extra income won't be so detrimental to what you have to pay in taxes or if you get a return or not. But anyways... I know this is a shorter episode, but I hope you found a lot of value and I hope everybody that is listening is doing something with their life full time that makes them happy. And if you want a side hustle, I hope you find a side hustle that makes you happy, but I hope you're doing something that you're extremely passionate about and I hope you are living a life full of abundance. Thanks again for listening and I will catch you next week. According to CNBC.com, 64% of millennials have a second job. Now, we all know that having another job will add and diversify your income, but other reasons of having a second job may surprise you. Stay tuned as I talk about the benefits of a quote-unquote side hustle, the people that have side hustles, and some of the most popular ways to earn income on the side on this episode of the Budget Babe podcast.